This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today's episode is day number seven of Wayne Dyer Week. Here, day number seven, one week in, we're talking about why there are no justified resentments available in the world. Like, as we, as we tiptoe and tap dance through this little section of life and our conversation together, I have a question for you. How many times have you said, or someone you know said, I have a right to be upset because of the way I have been treated? I have the right to be angry, hurt, depressed, sad, or resentful. You probably had that happen a bunch of times. Right, as I sit here and share with you, I know that I have had that story a bunch of times. And don't get me wrong, I inherently believe you have the right to process and feel emotions as readily as possible. I believe that emotional repression eventually leads to emotional regression, and it gets us stuck. We're not able to grow as quickly as we want to. But creating ways to avoid that sort of thinking is such an incredibly impactful way to embody inner peace, success, happiness, really all the positive high vibrational emotions. See, anytime that you end up being filled with resentment or any variation of a resentment type of emotion, you're turning your controls of the emotional life over to others. You're literally just handing them your playbook. And when you do that, they can manipulate you. You see, there's all types of different ways to really look at this. If you've been a longtime listener, you realize that I have a friend, had a friend, one of my closest friends, my best friend, Miles. Right, and he had been through recovery groups and all types of things for alcoholism, drug addiction, Right? That's just how it worked. It's what he needed to help him get sober. But originally, he would have shared in those settings that he became accustomed to blaming others for his weakness. And he almost would use this as an excuse or rationale for returning to his self-defeating ways. He, of course, eventually came to the point of understanding that there's no justified resentments in his life, and that was what helped him become sober for as long as he did. So you need to consider whom you resent before you can make your own choice about whether it's useful to you. Resentments ultimately give us an excuse to return to our old ways, but those old ways are what got you here in the first place. But have you ever considered for yourself why resentments even exist? So let's talk about a game show. I don't know if I've ever spoken about a game show on this podcast before. Let's talk about when Regis Feldman hosted Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? If you're a younger listener, you might not even know what this episode or what this game show is about. What happens is Contestants answer 15 multiple-choice questions, starting with a $100 question, 
answering five questions until they reach a $1,000 level. And once they reach there, they're guaranteed to leave with at least that amount of money. And as they continue to answer more questions, they all become slightly more difficult. When a contestant ends up reaching the $32,000 level, they're again guaranteed to leave with at least that much money. So there are two crucial levels that they have to obtain. right? The $1,000 level, which guarantees them some money. And the $32,000 level, which guarantees them a lot more money. The $1,000 level, as it pertains to your resentment, would be the one in which you learn to leave blame behind in your life. If you don't do so, you essentially will end up going home with nothing. Removing blame means that you never have had to assign responsibility to anyone for what you're experiencing. It would essentially mean you're willing to say, I may not understand why I feel this way, why I have this illness, why I've been victimized. But I'm willing to say without any guilt or resentment that I 100% own it. I live with it. And I'm responsible for having it and keeping it in my life. You see, if you end up taking responsibility for having it, at least you have the chance to also take responsibility for removing it. If you're in some small perhaps even unknown, way responsible for the migraine headache or that depressed feeling that you have. Then you can go to work and remove it or discover what the message is for you. If, on the other hand, someone else is responsible for that in your mind, then you'll have to wait until they change it for you. And let's be honest, that's pretty unlikely to occur. So at that $1,000 level, blame has to go. Otherwise, you go home with nothing and are completely unable to participate at higher levels. But, much like in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you're going to have to pass a new test at the second level, the $32,000 question, which is the final obstacle you must face in order to move into the more exalted realm of self-actualization and higher consciousness. Or, we could call it the million-dollar spiritual level. At this level, you must be willing to send higher and faster energies of love, peace, joy, forgiveness, and kindness as you respond to whatever comes your way. This is the start of the uncrowded extra mile where you only have love to give. You see, if you're like me, Someone will say something to you that will offend you. But, rather than opting for resentment in that moment, you're able to depersonalize what you just heard and respond to them with kindness. I mean, let's be honest. At some level, at some soul level in your life, you know that you would rather be kind and filled with love than be right. The being right becomes somewhat meaningless. You see, you would have no need to make others wrong or to retaliate when you've been wronged. You simply do this for yourself. Your resentments ultimately always will destroy you. They're low energies. And as I've discussed in previous episodes, along that extra mile, you only meet others who have fully grasped this concept. 
the ones who haven't grasped this, of course, are with the masses. They're back in the crowd. But I can assure you that even when they're in the crowd, feeling empty, those are the same people that blame other people for their emptiness. So to begin with, you must get past blame. Then you have to learn how to send love to all, rather than anger and resentment. The story of told is, has been told of the enlightened master who always responded to outbursts of criticism, judgment, and ridicule with love, kindness, and peace. As a proverb goes, one of his devotees asked him how he could possibly be so kind and peaceful in the face of such disparaging incentives. He responded to his devotee with the following. If someone offers a gift to you and you do not accept it, to whom does the gift belong? The answer leads you to what we refer to as that extra mile. Ask yourself, why would I allow something that belongs to someone else to be a source of my own personal resentment? See, I've come to the realization that what you think of me is actually none of my business. It's yours. But from this sense of heightened enlightenment, it's also important to stop looking for occasions to be offended. See, when you live at or below ordinary levels of awareness, you probably are spending a great deal of time and energy finding opportunities to be offended. Potentially a news report, an economic downturn, a rude stranger, someone cursing, a sneeze, a black cloud, any cloud, the absence of clouds, right? Anything. Along that extra mile, as I keep referring to, you never find anyone really truly bothered with those absurdities. I'm going to encourage you to become a person who refuses to be offended by anyone, anything, or any set of circumstances. Inevitably, some things are going to take place and you're going to disapprove of them. By all means, state what you feel from the heart. And if possible, in that moment, work to eliminate it and let it go. Most people, including me sometimes, work from that sense of ego and the need at a soul level, or so it would feel, to be right. So when you encounter someone saying things that you find inappropriate, or when you know they're absolutely wrong, forget your need to be right about it. Simply say you're right about that. Those words would end the potential conflict and free you from being offended. I'm going to encourage you to start desiring and embodying your desire to be peaceful, not to be right. If you have enough steadfast and stoic beliefs in your faith and your own belief structure, you'll find it's impossible to be offended by the beliefs and conduct of others. Not being offended is actually a way of saying, I have control over how I'm going to feel and I choose to feel peaceful. Just as no one can define you with, your, with their judgments, neither do you have the privilege of defining others. When you stop judging and simply become an observer, you will know inner peace. 
With that sense of inner peace, you'll find yourself free of the negative energy of resentment. And the opposite of resentment ends up being contentment, and that's how you will live your life. A bonus is that you'll find that others are much more attracted to you. A peaceful person attracts peaceful energy. You can't really truly know God or the source unless you're at peace because, well, God or the source is peace. Your resentment towards others, towards circumstances and events, literally send God out of your life while you're busy being offended. Now, the whole God thing and what that means, right? I prefer to look at it as the source, right? the universal oneness, the higher consciousness, the whole idea of identifying and putting labels on whatever the higher power is seems to be a polarizing effect in its very nature, which then is offending some of you. But not being offended will mean eliminating all variations of this following sentence from your repertoire of available thoughts. If only you were more like me, then you wouldn't have to be so upset right now. See, most likely, most people are not going to be just like you. It's never going to happen. Stop thinking about it. Stop trying to convince other people to share your viewpoint. Eliminate the base need to be right and prove others wrong at all cost. Because it's your ego that demands that the world and all the people in it be as you think they should be. Your higher sacred self refuses to be anything but peaceful and sees the world as it is, not as your ego would like it to be. At the root of virtually all spiritual practices, there is no notion of forgiveness. Let me rephrase that. At the root of all spiritual practices, there is a base knowledge of a notion of forgiveness. This is what came out of Jesus at Nazareth while he was being tortured on a cross by a Roman soldier throwing a spear into his side. It's perhaps the most healing thing that you can do to remove the low energies of resentment and revenge from your life completely. Think about right now in this moment. Really think about it. Every single person who has ever harmed you, cheated you, defrauded you, said unkind things about you or to you. Your experience of them is truly nothing more than a thought you carry around with you. These thoughts of resentment and anger and hatred represent slow, debilitating energies that will disempower you. If you could choose right now in this moment to release them, you would know more internal peace. I'm going to encourage you to consider practicing forgiveness for two specific reasons. One is to let others know that you no longer wish to be in a state of hostility with that person. And two, the most important to me, is to free yourself from the self-defeating energy of resentment. Send love in some form to those that you feel have wronged you and notice how much better you feel instantaneously. Notice how much more peace you have. One act of profound forgiveness towards my father turned my life around 
from one of ordinary awareness to higher consciousness, achievement, and success beyond anything I had dared to even potentially imagine. So all these resentments and all these definitions, all these things that you carry, all these labels that you hold so close and so dear, these are all the things that are eliminating you from having what you really want, which is peace. Because if you're peaceful, you're able to be prosperous. And if you're prosperous, you end up living in abundance. And what I found is when you're peaceful, prosperous, and peaceful, prosperous, and living in abundance, you're able to consistently get shit done. <laughs>